0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Theology Matters. I'm your host, Justin Tillman, and in this podcast, we discuss topics and questions related to Christian theology with the goal of helping you better understand the Bible, how theology impacts your life, and why what you believe matters. So thanks for listening in today, and let's dive in. This week's question is, I know people who believe Jesus is the Son of God died for all sins of all people and rose again, but they're not born again and they don't have a relationship with God. Will these people go to hell or are they saved? That's a good question. And first of all, let me stress that this answer is not intended to judge the hearts of men and women and make determinations on anybody's final state. We often don't have total insight into the lives of individuals, and we can only make a determination by examining the fruit of their lives. And so this answer only seeks to provide some thoughts from God's Word that may help us in thinking through the question. So there's a similar question posed in Scripture, and I think it's important for us to go back to God's Word for more information. So in James 2, 14 through 26, it appears that James may be dealing with a very similar situation to the one that's been posed in this question. Verse 19 says, You believe that God is one, you do well. Even the demons believe, and they shudder. In the context of that passage, James is discussing the importance of works as validation for faith. Works do not save us but they can serve as the fruit that validates the sincerity of our internal faith and what we believe. So in verse 19, we see James saying that faith without verifying fruit is no different than demonic faith. And the demons are indeed in hell and will will be in hell. So now it's important to distinguish between saving faith and what is often called intellectual assent. And time and again, we see in Scripture that those who are saved are those that believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Acts 16.31 says that, Romans 10.9 says that, but we have to understand what believe means. In Scripture, the word translated believe could also be translated as faith and gives the idea of trust and commitment and loyalty to someone. For example, I have faith belief in my wife. I trust her am committed to her and am loyal to her. And I can say that I believe she's my wife, but go out and be with other women, and then my actions call into question that belief. On the other hand, there's mental or intellectual assent only. And this occurs when we believe the facts about something, but it doesn't have any bearing on our lives or our hearts. So, for example, I believe the sky is blue, but it has no effect on how I live my life. And someone came in tomorrow and said the sky is now green. Okay, no big deal. I'm just mentally agreeing with what is being said. This involved no action on my part at all and no change in the behavior in my life. And so the same is true for Jesus. If we say that we believe He is the Son of God, He died for all our sins, rose again, then that necessarily has implications for our life. So why? Well, because Jesus said it does. In Luke 6.46, Jesus asked why people want to call Him Lord but don't desire to do what He says. So the implication is that if we believe in and love Jesus, we will do what He tells us to do. And He says that in John 14, 15 and 14, 23. So therefore, if we have someone who says they believe all of these things about Jesus, but yet their lives are unchanged and they have no desire to fellowship with Him or His people and live the life that He's called us to live, then we have a good reason to question the substance of their faith. I'm not saying they're not saved. I'm just saying we have a good reason to question the substance and validity of that belief. So just as Jesus said, how can they believe Him in a saving way without showing it by their actions. It doesn't mean they're going to be perfect, but they should have fruit in their life that indicates that they are indeed believing and following Jesus. So I hope that that helps answer the question. It's a great question and one that's been wrestled with by a lot of people. And so in the end, saving faith does differ from just simple mental assent and how it affects our lives. Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you found it helpful. And if you'd like to ask a question of your own or talk more about something you heard today, visit me online at www.justintillman.com. There's a link in the show notes that can take you there pretty quickly. And there's a contact page that you can reach out to me. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider giving it a five-star rating and subscribing so you don't miss an episode. And share it with someone else who might find it helpful as well. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless.